Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another little episode of Amateur Spice. Amateur Spice Ice. Ice Spice. We are not. I love Ice Spice. (laughs) I love Ice Spice so much. I get ready every day to Ice Spice, and it's great. I don't think I've ever listened to her. You should. You should. You really, really should. I feel bad. Like, anytime I'm in a bad mood lately, I've just listened to Ice Spice, and you automatically are in a better mood. That's why I'm with Ash Nico. Like, you can't listen to Ash Nico and not feel like a bad bitch. No, I agree, dude. (sighs) So, the last few episodes have been kind of silly. Silly, goofy time. Today is, like, not silly, goofy time. (laughs) This is I a mean, it might be a little bit. It might be a little silly goofy, but it's like an educational one. Yeah. So it's exploded. Like I knew about this last week because some people in our industry were posting about this. But when I went to watch it today, it's the number two thing on Netflix right now. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to be talking about that new Netflix documentary called Money Shot, all about Pornhub and the Pornhub story. It's really... It's so it's like so cool and loaded that it's gonna blow yes. up, and we yes. will talk about that. Do you want to give like your overall kind of review, and then we'll get detailed? Yeah, you go first. I, I'm like I feel like I'm very mixed on it because I really loved it, but I am also like in the industry, so I all. I'll like acknowledge that I pretty much knew everything already like we lived through it when this was happening so like we I like know everything about it already and I like that it covered all of the things I would have said but I feel like the delivery could have been a little bit better like I feel like I don't know like we said we'll get more into details but I feel like there were some things they they didn't emphasize enough and some things that maybe they emphasized too much that's kind of what I thought too. Like I definitely really liked it. I really liked the intention of and the message, I guess, you know, <laughs> like that there was like specifically like it gave like people like me and Nixie, like sex workers, you know, like people who like we are mutu- like, you know, you're mutuals with someone who they really focused yeah. on on Twitter, Gwen. Um, I thought that was awesome. I was like, I'm mutuals with Gwen. It's so cool. <laughs> um you know, just like, I think it really shined a light in a way that a lot of the other documentaries and articles haven't before, like, it, you know, that really showed what it's like and how it affected us. Mm-hmm. And I think that was like intentional, like the director of the movie said that. But um, yeah, I think that a lot of the time it was like, so much was spent on like going into and which is all of the like the stuff that happened is horrible. But like, there was so much emphasis on that, I feel like, and maybe not yeah. as much on how it fucked the industry. Yes, I agree. Like, I I guess we can start talking about that. Like, yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I So I also am going off of, like, anything I reference. Like, I also read this article on Rolling Stone from Sherry DeVille, one of the performers in the film. She wrote this, and this is actually how I found out about the documentary, because this was published a few days ago, but it's, like, a little article she wrote on Rolling Stone that's called Why I Chose to Appear in Netflix's Controversial Pornhub Documentary, 
And she said something in it that I forgot to pull up the actual part. But basically, like, the film is kind of split into three parts. And the first part I really liked, like, talking about kind of the sex industry as a whole. The second part I feel like might have dove in a little bit too much into, like, what Pornhub did. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the last part, I feel like maybe was a little too rushed, like, explaining why Exodus Cry and Trafficking Hub isn't actually reliable. Like, I feel like there wasn't enough emphasis put on that, and there wasn't enough emphasis on, like, how it fucked us over, kind of, at the end, too. Yeah, I think that, like, definitely a documentary, like, one film is easier to make, it's easier to market, more people will consume it. But this either could have been two completely different documentaries about two completely different things, Mm -hmm. or it could have been a mini series. And I think that could have explained it a lot better just because like, like it was emphasized in the movie, like the sex work industry and the sex trafficking industry are completely separate things. And I don't think this documentary did a good enough job of emphasizing that like that was the message like they ended up making it seem like it was the same thing you know yeah agree completely agree like of course I'm thrilled that they said it I'm thrilled that was in there but like you said I don't I like am nervous that people aren't gonna take that away like I feel like there was so much content about Exodus Cry and about the lawsuit and just like everything that Pornhub fucked up on. I feel like there's so much emphasis on that that people are going to watch this and maybe, like, because that happened first in the film, I feel like they're going to be so enraged by that that they're not going to hear about how how it's affecting the smaller people and not the people you want it to affect more. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> I feel like I started, like, ended that weird, but... no. <laughs> Like, I feel like they're not going to hear the messages at the end that they should be hearing. Yeah, it they're, like, and again, like, what happened to these people is horrible. It is outrageous, but there is a way that you can present something outrageous in a, you know, like, it, it just, I think that they definitely, they're just, if you're going to really emphasize one thing, you really need to emphasize the other thing, too. And you what you said is 100% true. Like, they just they didn't shine enough on like how much it has impacted the industry. And like maybe instead of separating it into the parts they did, they could have really gone back and forth a lot more while, you know what I mean? And I think that might've been better for the viewer because I think that like a lot, if unless you really are in the industry, you know, someone in the industry or, you know, a lot about this issue. Like if you're just like the average lady from like fucking Idaho or something that watches this documentary, like what you're going to be, what you're going to take away from this is like the porn industry is fucked up you know yes I agree like obviously I feel like people that don't do sex work but listen to our podcast if they watch this I feel like they're probably going to agree with us because you've heard enough of our spiels (laughs) but yeah that's like I guess what made me really worried and something that Sherry said Cherry, I, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know if her name is like Cherry or Sherry. So I think it's Sherry because that's like French, you know, yeah. like Cherie. So, so it might be Cherie. That's why I don't know. <laughs> so I'm sorry, I don't follow this uh performer as much as Gwen, so I don't know how to say their name, but 
something she said in the Rolling Stones article that I thought was made a very good point was that this documentary, while they did, I'm paraphrasing because I have the article up, but I don't remember where in the article. Yeah. So they didn't really define sex work and sex trafficking. Like, I feel like at the very end, when Noelle, that person from Mind Geek, was talking, she explained it. But that was at the very end when she was yeah. like, non-consensual sex is rape. Like, everything about porn is consensual. And I feel like they needed to define that way sooner. Yeah. And then also kind of tied in with that is they didn't define it. And because of that, like, it really seemed to emphasize that Pornhub did all this stuff. And while Pornhub isn't totally innocent in this, like, they did host it, but they didn't do the trafficking. They didn't Mm -hmm. do the raping. They didn't do... Like, they weren't the cause of this. Like, this would have happened regardless. But did they provide a platform for it? Yeah. And that is fucked up. I'm not denying that. But I feel like they didn't really say enough that, like, yeah, Pornhub hosted this. But Pornhub wasn't the cause of this. Like, this didn't ha- like Pornhub didn't make this happen. Exactly. And so, again, like, you know, I think that kind of goes back to, like, they could have made it into two separate things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they, and if they had made it into two separate things, they could have talked a lot more about the trafficking and like that aspect of it, like just was like this thing, you know, yes. like this big scary thing that like, it didn't actually go into like how it works and like all of that people are actually normally trafficked yeah like and I think that that would have been a lot more you know and I think that there's a difference too between like obviously the like for example like the guy who wrote the original um New York Times article like talking about the girl Mm -hmm. who like had taken videos when she was a teenager and they got uploaded like whatever like what happened to her is a sex crime and it's horrible, but she wasn't trafficked. And I think a lot of people think that that equals trafficking and like trafficking yeah. is the movement of someone in terms of like ownership and sexual use. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, she just was, ex- her videos were exploited in a, in a bad way, you know, like yeah. there is a difference between the two. And I don't think the movie also did a good job you know, because I do think a lot yeah. of people aren't going to understand that those are two different things. Yeah, like child porn is very terrible. Don't do not. It's exploitation, that. but it's not trafficking. Yes, 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 exactly. Like they are two different things. Yeah. The I just think like, the intention of the movie was so I think the move, the intention of the movie was good. Mm-hmm. The message of the movie was meant to be good. I think that it w- was really vulnerable and shined a light on sex workers in a way that other movies haven't other documentaries haven't but I just think it could have you know you know what I mean yes I feel like yeah they just could have done more in areas where it felt like they didn't do enough like also they talked about Fossa Sesta which you know us we fucking love talking about Fossa Sesta but it was so fast I was like yeah you're not and it's so much of what is going on you know like it has so much to do with it yes exactly yeah so uh, 
What would you rate it? <laughs> oh, God. I'd give it like a, a six and a half. Out of ten? Yeah. Six and a half or seven. Yeah. I think that's how I feel. Like, I don't know. Like, it just came out yesterday. So maybe I mean, six by the and time, a half. By the time this episode airs, maybe more stuff will be coming out about it. And like, maybe I'll feel differently. Yeah. Yeah. Because... I don't know, like we kind of said, like my fear for this movie is that the normal ass lady living in a bubble in Idaho is going to start preaching about how great Trafficking Hub is and more people are going to jump on that bandwagon again. Like it did when the art. People are just going to think that the porn industry is bad, you know, yeah. like people aren't going to understand, like. I really hope that I'm wrong and that I'm being like a judgmental asshole right now. Like I yeah. really, really hope that, but I do just think that like the normal per and like obviously you get incensed when you see something like that you know it's horrible it's frustrating like it's everything you know like I like you it's it sucks and like it, everything that happened shouldn't have happened and like things should have gone differently obviously but like I just yeah I don't know like they said at the end of the movie too like very briefly they were like people don't like sex workers like most of that's the, the other thing most of the world I'm sorry someone keeps texting me someone keeps um what is it called like people there are some people that will just never like the sex industry will never like porn so I feel like they would be going into this and it would be more they would take the points that are more propaganda for their cause than here using this as an opportunity to like hear from sex workers and hear yeah. from people that are in the industry like this is just proving them right yes so I think it depends on the person I'm really hoping this isn't going to be basically that New York Times article part two <laughs> but and that would be sad because the, the director of the movie said in an article that like the guardian interviewed her like she said straight up that like this documentary is like sort of a response to that article this is what sherry said <laughs> in that article too is like that's why she, be, she basically decided to do it because she was like well one we need more sex worker like voices to be heard and she was like and also like they have told me like numerous times that the intentions behind this video like are in the right place. She doesn't yeah. think they did a great job, but they're and they're there. <laughs> yeah, definitely interesting. Like it was good in a way that like I would encourage other people to watch it. Like I tweeted mm -hmm. that I liked it, but like I I definitely have other feelings about it too, you know. Yeah. I thought it was good I feel like they got a good like collection of sex workers I don't know if collection is the right word but like I feel like they representation pulled... was good yes that's what I'm trying to say representation like I love that they had Gwen there like we love a good BBW creator but but then I realized she was mentioned in that lawsuit so maybe that was also part of the reason they had her but regardless glad she was there then yeah. they had like someone that really is like in the MILF category. They had a male sex worker. They had Siri, who I don't feel like I know a lot about, but I think they've been around a while. Yeah. They made the job feel normal. Yes. 
they didn't over glamorize it I think mm -hmm. you know like they definitely like shined a, like they said you know people who make money in the industry make money obviously but like I don't, when Gwen was going through like it felt very like jobby you know I that was one of my notes I took way too many notes for this but like that was kind of one of my notes was I love that she was like I don't work with studios so like I am the photographer the videographer the editor the actor I love that yeah me too I was like good tell everyone what the fuck we do <laughs> I love that I thought that was really I thought that was great that they kept that in there just yes. if not for anything that people can take that one if they don't if the only if everything they take from that movie is like the outrage stuff and not about how it's affected sex workers if they just take that one thing and remember that one thing about sex workers that is great you know mm -hmm. like I also yeah. yes I didn't realize that they would be doing this but I thought it was also interesting that they threw in the stuff about OnlyFans getting shut down at the end right that was also a really big part of our industry and I kind of forgot that it all started because of this Pornhub fiasco payment processors like, I'm literally like I I know we've talked about it before but just in case for anyone listening that's forgot or hasn't listened to that or for some reason forgot about that like the most stressful month ever like we had no idea what was happening. We had like everyone was trying to move their shit to different sites. That's when the fucking OnlyFans rip extension got spread around and everyone's content got leaked because people were tweeting it, which like was good intention, but also what the fuck are you doing? Um I've never cried enough so much in my life. This is like just a funny story, but I like <laughs> I found out that that was gonna go forward and it like I just had the best month and like I was super psyched and I had like some big expenses my cat had just got surgery I was kind of like going through some stuff and I was going to meet my therapist the next day and I had to drive an hour for therapy because I just moved and my therapist just fucking forgot like she just didn't show up to the appointment stop <laughs> so I ghosted her like I just left and like she emailed me a bunch and called me a bunch and I just ignored her and like never got back to her oh, which is just like how I deal with things but um yeah she just like it was the most stressful day of my life and she just didn't fucking show up yeah oh, annoying i know anyways, anyways. <laughs> i don't know what made me think about that i'm sorry everyone it's fine i liked it i, <laughs> well, I didn't like now, it like I, now. yeah i, I definitely cried happened. the whole drive home but it's funny to me now <laughs> hmm yeah, I think that I would encourage people to watch. Would you encourage people to watch the movie? I would probably encourage people to watch it, but just yeah, like especially take it with a grain of salt. Us. Yeah, if you listen Maybe. to this, like you know. Yeah. Oh, if you I... know what I thought was interesting too. Actually, real quick. Yeah. Um, they really did kind of skim over this, but they like obviously like Pornhub is a porn website. They're going to focus on the porn website like there's so there's a lot more reasons why but like this is an issue I, on every single website on the internet yeah. like this also could have been a documentary just like about the internet you know like porn yeah. like it's because of the lawsuits and everything but like they literally said that facebook has more videos of child yes. sexual abuse than pornhub does and it's yeah. just like 
I feel like they glanced Hello? said that so quick. Like Siri just said it went off and then they never talked about it again. But it's true. I actually feel like I heard that somewhat recently somewhere. I can't remember. It actually and might also, have been this Terry article. Yeah. But there literally is more child porn on Facebook than porn. The moderators on Facebook, like they I thought this was interesting too that the moderators like on any internet site the moderators are outsourced in a foreign country and they're expected to work at a really high rate and that's why all of these videos end up online is because Mm -hmm. moderators are constantly exploited every single time on every single website and that's what happened again here they were fucking exploited and on Facebook it's way worse like way horrible worse the moderators are all outsourced um in like Thailand Vietnam like you know countries like that and they're expected to look at like the worst of the worst like every single day like I you can imagine I'm not gonna like fucking say it but like you know kids like being exploited and stuff and like the suicide rate is insanely high they're expected to work 12 hours a day looking at a teeny screen in a tiny dark office like it most people only last 12 months like it's fucking horrible so like it's just this happens everywhere, you know? Like, it, yeah. it happens everywhere. And it's worse in some... It's worse on fucking Facebook. Exactly. Like, I feel like they did kind of say that at the end, too. Um, They just basically were like, it's not a Pornhub problem. It's an internet problem. Yeah. And I just... It could have been stressed more. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Complicated. Yep. Uh, something I thought was interesting that I never really thought about before was <laughs> there obviously was a time before OnlyFans and before Model Hub and uh, I forget who it was. It might have been Siri, but someone said like porn performers are basically at the mercy of studios. Like if you mm-hmm. wanted to be a sex worker, like you had to go do studio work. Like these <laughs> websites that gave performers the availability to self-monetize their videos it gave them autonomy it gave them power it gave people more money and I forget who it was it might I think it was someone else in the film but someone said that really pushed the narrative that performers run this industry which is so true yeah it is Mm -hmm. it is like that's why I, that's the only reason why I'm in this industry is because I can do it myself, you know? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to work for a studio. I also don't think I would ever be employed by a studio is the other part of it. I think that the fact that we can work for ourselves now has opened it up and like, not like I am definitely the most fucking conventional ass looking white person in the world. I just mean that I'm like kind of mid and have a lot of tattoos. Um, but, but I just mean like, you know, it's diversified the industry so much more for, you know, people of color, for trans creators, for BBWs. Like, it's definitely, like, there's good and bad, you know? Yeah. More good than bad, I think, but. Yeah. Oh, well, I was going to say before, and I forgot to say, I, like, was kind of like, what the fuck that the one, that the only sex worker, I mean, they might have had the other people do it, and they just didn't include that, but the one sex worker that talked about fossa sesta that was the only time she was in the movie i was like what yeah. i was like who is this i thought everything she said was great i love that she pointed out that it's made sex trafficking harder to find like i love all that but also why wasn't she more of it right or why didn't someone else say that i don't know that was a little bit too yeah 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 <laughs> 
Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. Also, I thought... I really am trying to credit these people, but I didn't even write down who said what. I'm just going off of memory, so this could all be wrong. But That's I think okay. it was Asa Akira made a good point at one part, too, is that they're using these very terrible, awful stories to gain traction in their cam- campaign, even though they don't actually have anything to do with the porn industry. Exactly. And obviously that uh, is because of, like, kind of what we've already talked about. Like, consensual porn is not trafficking. Like, non-consensual porn is rape. So, like, porn is inherently consensual. Like... Exactly. I like, like I said, two separate things. Yep. Movie about two different things. And Cherry said that at one point, too, when they were talking about the article. She... I literally wrote it down. It's... A, This is word for word, because I wrote down the whole thing, because I'm crazy. It's a nightmare for sex workers, because when you present two unrelated things as being closely related in a paper that everyone is going to believe, what happens? Exactly what you would expect to happen, and exactly what did happen. The public sees it, and they are outraged, because it is outrageous, and it's horrible, and it's something nobody wants. And then they say, that's trash, and we need to eliminate it. Which is kind of what, potentially, this documentary could do. Yeah, and, and I think the issue too. I think the issue too is that like, I think it's a good, good documentary if you're someone who watches it with the knowledge, you know, or if with you're someone who mind. knows everything and you understand how the industry works, like you and me. I think it's a good documentary, and it, yeah. it, it's something for you. I think if you are someone that doesn't know anything about anything in the industry or about sex work or about sex trafficking or about what we do there needs to be more nuance you know i think as long as you go into it with an open mind ready to hear both sides like i feel like the best outcome someone could have is wow what Pornhub did was really fucked up but does that mean porn should be eliminated no because there are small creators and even big creators that like this is their career this is what they do like this doesn't mean that we need to eliminate this whole big thing because Pornhub did one fucked up thing. Yeah. Like, hopefully they just can be, it can be fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hopefully that's what people, I, I know. And that's the issue is that like, I feel like how I feel now is going to be like so different from how I'm going to feel in a week based on the reception of the documentary. I'm like, yes, everything <laughs> is so contingent on, on what like the normies think. Maybe if we hear a bunch of stuff, we can do a little recap next week. I think that's a good idea because, like, this might end up being, like, fucking dated as shit, you know? I mean, we're talking about our first experiences with it. Like, this is how we think us as sex workers. This is our interpretation. This is our reaction. Yes. Yeah. But how the public will take it, yeah, that might make me feel a little differently. Yeah. Now I just want someone to make a documentary about, like, a response-response documentary about, like, I just think there needs to be more about how, like, this is just a bigger capitalist problem in general. You know, Mm -hmm. like, the exploitation online of people and children and all of that. Like, obviously, like, they did a fucked up specific thing because they were making so much money off of it. And, like, that the lawsuit and everything is, like, like I said before, like, basically, like, that's why that's what the documentary is about. But, Mm -hmm. like... I just wish they had gone into how more 
like companies profit off of it and are worse like i i think part of the reason i like this documentary so much is because they have said so many things that i like we've never really heard other people talk about or support or like say anything like that but at the same time it wasn't emphasized as much as it should have been yeah like the stuff that i that we thought was important wasn't necessarily what they thought was the most important yeah like glad it's there hopefully people will take that from it but don't know and it's just like i think the issue too and i don't know if this is necessarily an issue because i think it's great that like exposure is happening and like our industry is getting this like somewhat positive attention you know but it's Mm -hmm. it's just like when you take something that is so I don't I don't know what the right word is but like catered for a specific audience someone that is seeking it out and you just like make a a Netflix documentary that everyone in fucking America is going to watch like yeah there's just something about that you know I don't necessarily feel any specific way about it but I just think that like someone that necessarily would not have an opinion about it and wouldn't go fucking saying whatever about it because they saw something on Netflix about it is now going to go say fucking whatever about it because they saw something on Netflix about it. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh, I remember the thing I was going to say was, obviously they said this in the movie, but like all of the, or most of the accusations that were in this like lawsuit like most of them are only in existence because of the lawsuit like there's like people some of the things that are in the lawsuit weren't said before this lawsuit came out huh but they also said that like so briefly that's like okay so did people hear that because they yeah the i lawsuit, just but i just think it needed to be either longer or with more stuff like more emphasis on stuff like you know it just definitely felt very flighty at times I think it also could have been a little bit better if they explained the back the like religious backgrounds and the Mm -hmm. actual agenda of these companies before talking about how they tried to tear down Pornhub you are so right that's a that I didn't think about that at all but you are so right they absolutely should have because like because like I said people are gonna watch it and they're gonna be like wow that's so fucked up like I love these brands and then they'll say that stuff at the end and will people really care about that at that point you're not gonna think about that as much no some people will but not everybody what you're gonna think about is that they are these amazing advocates you know because that's what you that like that's literally just how your brain works is the first thing you see you remember better you definitely don't remember the end of a movie better than the beginning and it's just like yeah yes I think Cherry said that when her article too or just like they really like could have started out with that so people would know kind of more about this company before saying what they're doing because like you said it just looks like they're great people advocating to stop sex trafficking but like no they're not they're not yeah i i i don't know anything about the director i wish i had done some research into that i read like a little blurb interview that she did but i'm curious about like what she's done before this if she's just a civilian 
I'm going to search her. Because I don't, that's, that's really interesting to me too, is like, what is her background in this movie? You know, is she just some fucking lady that has made movies about like restaurants and stuff before? Or is she someone who like understands the industry? Um, It does say like right at the beginning of this article from Sherry, it doesn't say this about the director, but it says Oscar winner Alex Gibney's Jigsaw Productions. So some Oscar winning guy is also a part of it or their production company is a part of it. Okay. And so I looked up the director and she hasn't done a lot, but she's done, she's produced a lot of different documentaries. She hasn't directed a lot. Um, her like last one before this that she directed was a documentary about how America reacted to COVID like in the early days like okay. right when it started and then I looked up the guy that owns the production company that they use and he's won an Oscar for a documentary and he was nominated for another documentary that he directed so it does seem like at least like people that are known for doing documentaries did this at least okay i'm like social okay cool yeah i just wanted to make sure it wasn't like a big like one of those like true crimey like production corporation you know like a sensationalist one yeah no i mean his his like uh the production company the guy who owns it his big documentaries are taxi to the dark side i've never heard of that uh, it says it's about the United States torture and interrogation practices okay. during the war. And then the other one that he was nominated for but didn't win is about Enron. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Some little fun little stuff. I think context is important with a documentary yeah. like that, you know? Yeah. I was going to see what else i wrote notes on um i don't think anything like super big i mean i thought was super interesting when they had cherry read what was on the x big x biz website about uh encos the national center of sexual exploitation like And how they talked about that has, like, a super, like, religious, moral background. And the company used to be called Morality and Media. And then, which was about basically getting rid of smut. And then when they rebranded, people took them more seriously. Because it's not just about morality and media now. It's about sexual exploitation. And also that apparently that company describes or considers hardcore pornography to include Sports Illustrated and Cosmopolitan. That's so funny. I also just think it's so, and I mean, like, I don't even need to say it because it's obviously unspoken at this point, but I just think it's so interesting when religious organizations go after the sex industry or the LGBTQ industry or whatever industry when literally there aren't, there are more sex predators in the, the re- church. Re- in the church than yeah. fucking anywhere. Like I, more than there are not. Like I do. Like fuck religion. Fuck everything about religion. Like I, the way that they have to control every like 
fuck organized Christianity particularly. Maybe the other ones are fine, but fuck organized <laughs> Christianity because they need to stick their goddamn tendrils and everything and control yes. everything. And like, it just, something can exist a- a- apart from you and you don't need to fucking have control over it because of some fucking non-existent thing that you believe in. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. I have a church burning tattooed on me. Um, If you didn't know <laughs> that, just by the way, everyone. Just a little side note. Just a little fun fact about you. <laughs> One thing that I also thought was kind of funny. Not a funny haha, a funny weird. <laughs> you like that TikTok. Um, but that someone pointed out that these companies, they have such an anti-porn rhetoric, but they don't have anything on their website or ever say anything about exit services they're not helping people get out they don't give a fuck they They don't give a fuck no they're not helping people get out that maybe want to get out and he even said like if they think people are coerced to be there because of money then give them money he's like they're not doing anything like that at all i bet that that blonde lady in all the videos has a real nice house and car though Oh, absolutely. There's no way. One of her That's tweets what makes was me actually so one of her tweets was actually going around the community like a few weeks ago. And I was like, do you guys like not realize who this bitch is? And that's the it's thing because... that's also no you guys because she tweets just like the sob stories, which yes, they're absolutely terrible. I like I'm not gonna invalidate that, but like that's why these people are so evil because they yeah. use the sob stories to draw yeah. you in. Yes. They're, they are also exploiting victims. You yes. Know? Oh my God. You're like, so holy right. shit, y'all. Like, <laughs> seriously. Literally. Yeah. So, like, this blonde bitch is literally using psychology, you know? Like, yeah. she's using she's using psychology to get the attention and get the views and get everything she needs. And, you know, like, people are going to fucking fall for it. Like, they are, yeah. you know? When this, no, when this happened, like, when this originally all came out, like, the article, the tra- the light on, like, Trafficking Hub, I, like, low-key fell for it. I was like, wow, like, that's really fucked up that they would do that. And I was like, yeah, Pornhub is just, I guess, less not the place for sex workers, blah, blah. But then I found out, like, their actual mission. And I was like, mm. Like, they want to eliminate all porn, and I'm not down for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the issue is that like i like we've said fucking a hundred times in this episode like they are two separate things like li- they are two separate things and just be, like yeah yeah there should have been more emphasis on like either one or the other you know it shouldn't or- it, it definitely was presented as as two intertwined things way more than they actually are like it was less cause and effect which is what it is and like more relational you know Mm-hmm. cherry made one more good point about that too i feel like oh yeah she like i said about them saying the background of these companies later she even says like the reveal comes so late it may confuse some viewers mainly because the film never defines sex trafficking they just expect you to know what it is yeah the filmmakers wanted to support porn stars, but the sex trafficking smear is so strong, it's hard for them to outright accuse the right wing of manipulating the public. Literally. 
-hmm. like that's it like we we also want sex trafficking gone and like we don't want to like say we don't support them because then people will think that we're okay with trafficking but it's just it just they don't they're not the same thing (laughs) and that's the issue too that like I kind of was trying to say before but didn't necessarily know how to say it is like should you make an insanely popular documentary about something that is so convoluted and that there's really no good answer on in a world where people need to have a specific answer to everything you know is now the time general normal public ready to consume something like that when the actual parties involved still don't really have an opinion on it yes i want to read these like last few paragraphs in this article just because i think they're very good i already said this part but i'll just start over the filmmakers wanted to support porn stars but the sex trafficking smear is so strong it's hard for them to outright accuse the right wing of manipulating the public nobody wants to look like they support sex trafficking so the film devolves into a both sides debate The middle ground approach Mm -hmm. makes it unclear what the film's lesson is. Watching the film, I kept thinking about what President Donald Trump said about the horrific Charlottesville riots. Quote, there are some very fine people on both sides. I can definitely see that for this. That is such a good point. Yeah, it just, it wanted to be too politically correct, I think. Yes. And like, it, it is a wicked hard issue to like, explain why you're against these companies when they do seem to be like capping for something so like you should feel one way about it you know what I mean but like it's because their intentions are not good you know they are they are they are using something so horrific to to meet their personal needs and it's just so like fucking disgusting and like I just think the makers of this movie should have been a little bit, bit more brave in saying that yeah Cherry also says they could have solved this problem by editing the film differently. This is basically what I was saying. Yeah. Instead of starting with Pornhub, begin with the evangelical extremists. If the director showed the Christian's motives from the get-go, starting with Exodus Cry's origins and Nikos's rebrand, there wouldn't be amb- ambiguity. God, I can't talk. <laughs> it would be clear that Pornhub's hosted horrible videos, but this is a problem across the internet, and these right-wingers are using sex trafficking quote unquote to destroy porn god she's so right mm-hmm. this is the very last like part of it that i thought were was interesting was she said i didn't hate money shot i didn't love it but the film would be worse if other sex workers and i didn't participate in the film it lacked a narrator so the movie depended on the testimony of those who sat down on the camera the more porn performers talk to the press the more likely journalists and directors will share our lived experiences instead of fa- the fabricated talking points of self-proclaimed quote-unquote tra- sex trafficking advocates which yeah. yeah agree i think that's why i love the most is you actually get to hear from sex workers that's and that's why i liked it you know like it's yeah. it's it's hard like it's i i guess it's kind of like you know you can't just like something just because you have representation in it you know mm-hmm. but like i also like that there was representation in it it's so it's, it's a fucking thing mm-hmm. but yeah definitely could have been I just think like why make a why make a documentary where you're allegedly going to bat for us if you're not going to actually go to bat for us you know 
Like if you're just going to actually like be like soft about it. Mm-hmm. Because then it's just disappointing, you know? And again, like I just, I don't necessarily think this was a documentary that needed to be made at this point in time. I think yeah. that it's just, it's still a very, con- I get wanting to tell this story, but like, I think that, I don't know. I just don't think it needed to get made. I think or there are other ways to bring awareness to this issue. If if the filmmakers felt this strongly about it and they didn't just want to make a successful documentary, which I'm sure was part of it, um, there were there are other ways that they could have done this, you know? Or just had more sex workers. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. There I this is one where I don't I my opinion is that I have like a I don't really know. Yeah. Like you said, I think we kind of have to wait to see how other people perceive it because there was an intention and a way that they wanted the film to be perceived. So I guess we'll just have to see if that worked. (laughs) Yeah. Like I said, it kind of at the beginning, like I think it's a good movie, good documentary. Not good. I mean, good. Yeah, not good, but not great documentary. If you have the knowledge and you know a lot of this stuff going into it, I think if you don't have the knowledge, it, it might not be as good. Yeah. Just yeah. because, not because you're not going to like it, just because it's going to make you feel a way that you shouldn't about it, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Let us know. If you watch it, let us know. Tell us. Please let us know. How, yeah. We, I really I'm curious to know like how normal people not normal but like you know civilians view it yeah even if you are a sex worker though like let us know what you yeah. thought because I did yeah. see some sex workers saying they thought it was just excess cry propaganda but then I see other sex workers like promoting the shit out of it saying how great it is so yeah just let us know what you think are you middle of the road us like us yeah yeah do we have anything to plug yeah, I always have stuff to plug. Plug away. I am doing assisting. Yeah, yeah. Assisting. I decided to offer some more things just because I'm low-key very stressed on money. <laughs> so I'm still doing like following expired subs. I am doing monthly mass queuing. Like, if you're in a mass on Telegram, I can queue all that for you. I'm also going to offer, like, vault organization because I get it. If you're in a lot of Telegram drops or do a lot of SFS, like, your vault's probably a hot mess. So, I can delete that shit for you. I can organize it to however you would like it organized. Just let me know. And then I also have the content channel and Twitter promo. And, yeah. Yeah. Maybe Twitter assistant still don't know yet i have my current client is gonna take a break but i have someone that might be interested already so we'll see how that goes <laughs> you're a hot commodity an amazing freaking assistant thank you thank you i try Seriously. everyone any any sex worker should if you can afford it utilize nixie services because she is so lovely and she has to get her wisdom teeth out so please too much money please where can we find you if we just want to throw money at you though you can find me at nixie knight on twitter instagram tiktok my only fans is naughtynixie.com my wish tender you can find it at nixie that's also where like my cash app is 
and, or buymeacoffee.com where you can also tip. So convenient. Nice. Um, where can we find you? So you can find me. Oh my God. Good news, everyone. I'm yes. Back. So, um, yeah, that happened. Got my Instagram back. So you can find me at messy X bangs. Um, very, very happy about that. My Twitter is also messy X bangs. Uh, my only fans is moon baby X 44. And my cash app is dollar sign moon baby X 44 too. Yay. That's it. So happy about your, uh, t- Instagram. I almost said Twitter. So happy about your Instagram. I'm so fucking happy about it, dude. I if anyone ever is trying to get theirs back, I literally appealed it every single day and wrote like a huge like five paragraph uh, like thing about it. Like every single time I appealed it, and then they gave it back. So yes, that's all I, you gotta do. Yeah the the last one that I had typed up was like so impassioned, and I I I feel like that was the one that did it. They're like, God damn it, fine here, fine bitch here. <laughs> So yeah, very Thank happy you. about that. Um, I need money too, so please yes. come give me money. Also, we have a huge collab coming up in somewhere uh, at the beginning of next month. So keep an eye out for that because we have a lots of cool partnered content coming for y'all. Yes, I'm so excited. We love you guys. Thank you for all of your support. Thank you to everyone who listens. Um, it means a lot. It does. Please rate us, review us, share us on your Insta stories. You can follow our Insta at Amateur Spice. Yes, you can. Um, we haven't plugged this in a while, so I guess I'll just say it. If you want bongs or dongs, you can get them at hornystoner.com. And you can get 10% mm-hmm. off with the code Amateur Spice. There you go. What a deal. Woo. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Let's know your thoughts on Money Shot. Yes. And have a great day. Have a great day. We love you. Bye. Bye.